Good morning, everyone. My name is Teddy Raksak, and you're listening to Instant Replay Sports Talk Show. And guys, I got to be honest with you. Last night, I kid you not, I did this whole podcast episode that I was going to release instead of this one this morning. And uh, it was about how I thought Julio Urias was going to save the Dodgers bullpen, be our knight in shining armor and be the successor to Kenley Jansen and all this stuff. And, you know, I I wake up this morning and the first thing I see is Julio Urias involved in a domestic violence case. And honestly, guys, it's there's a lot to talk about. So I guess we're going to I guess we'll talk about the domestic violence case first and then we'll talk about how it affects the Dodgers moving forward. Right. So the first thing I thought when I when I heard about this domestic violence case is I, I immediately thought about Addison Russell. If you don't know, Addison Russell is a shortstop for the Chicago Cubs. So Addison Russell, he had he had multiple domestic violence for you know um, abu- being abusive mentally and physically and verbally and all that stuff with his with his ex wife and his ex girlfriend. So after all these cases, he didn't appeal it. He ended up he ended up getting suspended forty games, and his wife went into I'm sorry, his ex wife went into great details about all this stuff. So Julio Urias's case is a little bit different. We don't know who the woman is. Maybe it's his girlfriend or not girlfriend, or we don't know who she is. But I guess Julio Urias was in some sort of shopping center or something like that or some public place. I think it was in Beverly Hills. And he got into a physical, I'm sorry, he got into a some sort of argument with this woman and he ended up shoving her down. And I guess a bunch of um, witnesses were there and they ended up calling the police because they were concerned for her well-being. And then he gets, you know, they gets taken in for uh, domestic violence. So it's 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 a really tricky situation. To be honest, I'm not sure how long or if they're going to suspend Julio Urias. I did a little bit of um, investigating and I, I, I I took a look at like how the MLB handles sort of domestic violence. And um, it turns out that in 2015, actually at the Major League Baseball and uh, the Players Association made it announced a new joint domestic violence, um, a new joint uh, policy in terms of domestic violence, sexual assault and child abuse. And um, basically what it said was that uh, criminal conviction is not necessary for the league to punish players. The suspension, and again, I'm quoting this, um, suspension, suspension lengths and other measures are influenced by participation of victims in the league investigations. So this this might be a little bit different because I know Addison Russell's ex-wife and um, ex-girlfriend were very active and very public about what had happened. I think they they wrote blogs and the, I, mean, I think it was on, might have been on social media and stuff like that. So. To be honest, I'm not very sure how the MLB is going to react to this. I'm sure there's going to be more details released to it. So we're just going to have to kind of see where this takes us, okay? But this, for the Dodgers, guys, going to be quite honest with you, is a huge blow. This is a absolutely devastating blow for the Dodgers. Our bullpen has been so bad this year. How bad you might ask? Okay, there's seventh. They have seven blown saves, and are t- which is tied for the worst in the National League. The ERA is at four point five, which is the tenth worst in the National League. Also, their left on base percentage is at sixty five percent, which means that thirty five percent of the people that are on base end up scoring. 
So the <laughs> guys, that, that is so bad because if you you assume right, if you're bringing a, bringing a reliever, that most of the time it's not going to be a picture perfect scenario. What I mean by picture perfect scenario is a scenario in which you know you go in top of the inning, nobody on, and that just doesn't happen if you're a reliever in the in the MLB. It, it, what happens is you know maybe there's a guy on first and third, maybe it's a one run game, and you have to get that guy out. Right, you can't afford a base hit. A lot of times in the bullpen, you're putting you're put into these like really big pressure situations. So, I really thought Julio Urias was gonna was gonna be our guy. I really thought Julio Urias, not the closer necessarily, but I really thought he was gonna be the setup guy. Now, it's 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 this is gonna be a really tough recovery because our bullpen just like I said, in, even the individual statistics are not very good. Okay, so Kenley Jansen, for example, he's he's only he's closed out 12 of his 14 save opportunities, which is good. But his ERA is at a career worst 4.67, which means that he's giving up a lot of runs in these save opportunities. So he goes he goes into these save opportunities and the Dodgers have a big lead. So this means that we don't necessarily know if we can trust Kenley Jansen in these close um, in these close games. So, you know, there was a point in Kenley Jansen's career where we were thinking to ourselves, wow, you know, the name of the game really was just get the ball to Kenley Jansen and he's going to shut the door and we'll be fine. But Kenley, you know, Kenley Jansen, you know, he's not terrible. He's not great. He's just he's looking human. He's hittable. And from your closer, that's very, very alarming. Now we signed in the offseason, Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly was like a three-year, $25 million contract. But he has he has struggled a lot. Now he's he's put up, he's allowed 15 earned runs in 15 one-third innings with an ERA of 8.80. Batters have hit the ball hard off Joe Kelly 59% of the time, which is the worst in all of baseball. All of baseball. Now, do I think Joe Kelly is gonna stay this bad? No, I, I doesn't. I do not think his ERA is going to be eight point eight something. But I it do, it is very alarming right now. It's it's just because Joe Kelly was going to be our setup guy, and and now he's you know he's struggling a bit, and I just don't know how long he's going to be in this sort of slump for. But I hope he picks it up because no one in our bullpen seems to have done so so far. But the one person, if I'm going to talk about the bullpen, the one person who has done a phenomenal job, which I have to give credit for, have to give, I'm sorry, I have to give credit to, is Dylan Floro. Now, Dylan Floro has been absolutely incredible this year. He has an ERA of 0.5, and he's pitched, he's pitched a lot. He's pitched like 18 innings or something like that. So he's, he's definitely pitched a lot. And I think he should, as of right now, he should be our setup guy. He should pitch the eighth inning and hand the ball over to Kenley Jansen. And, you know, yes, he gave up that grand slam. But, you know, it'd be ridiculous to expect him to keep his ERA at, at zero. I'm sure, he's gonna, I'm sure it's going to go a little bit higher. But, you know, he is, the, he is the one bright spot. So I put Dylan Floro as the setup guy. Now, I thought, I thought our situation with Julio Urias before, prior to my knowledge of this domestic violence case, I thought it was great having Julio Urias come out of the bullpen. I thought it was great. You know, he had Tommy John surgery two years ago, 
which means we had to restrict his minutes. But him coming out of the bullpen, because you don't pitch as much as a starter would, it allowed us to restrict his minutes while still utilizing him. And I thought, personally, I thought he was the he was gonna, we were grooming him to be the successor to Kenley Jansen, which I thought was a great idea. I thought I, I saw I saw you know in terms of our young pitchers I saw Julio Urias as a potential closer in a few years I saw Walker Bueller as our ace and I thought it was a great great idea, but now, you know now I'm not so sure. So, where do we go from here, right? If things don't if the bullpen stays where it's at, where do we go from here? Now there's a there's a solution and I have to be honest with you I am so for this. And I, if, if you know me, I've been preaching this from the very beginning, but I have to say, I, I think the Dodgers should go and sign Craig Kimbrell. Now, before, before you get all upset, before you, you're like, what do you mean sign Craig Kimbrell? Oh my God, so much money in years, yada, yada, yada. Let's, you know, let's first, you know what? I'll, I'll go, I'll, I'll talk about why we shouldn't t- sign Craig Kimbrell first. Let me just address all of those points. I'm not going to, you know, act act ignorant to those points because you know there's there's a lot of them right so yes he's on the decline he's he's like 30 31 years old and his you know his stats are on the decline he's you know we don't want to have an aging contract with Kimbrel and Jansen in a few years because you know that's just a lot of money that's a lot a lot of money Kimbrel Kimbrel has also had a history of injuries he's had knee problems he's had multiple procedures um and if we sign Kimball right now, it would cost us a, a draft pick because he rejected his qualifying offer from the Red Sox. So we'd have to, so we it cost us money. We don't know about his durability, and it would cost us a draft pick, right? All three good reasons why we shouldn't sign him. Okay. But here's the thing: if we wait until after the draft, then we don't have to give up a pick. So in reality, money is the money is the real issue. And then we, and then it's just a question of his durability. So personally, I think if Kimbrel's available after the draft, I think we go after and get him. Because if you're a Dodger fan, and you could think of the last four or five years, our the worst, most heartaching memories of the Dodger fan, it has always been the bullpen. And I think I don't think there's going to be much better talent in terms of bullpen relief outside of Kimbrel. And I think if you're the Dodgers, you have to take that risk. You've you've come up so you come up just close enough, so close for so long to not take that risk. Why not? We need to fix our bullpen, or else we're gonna have a repeat of the last two or three seasons. So that's that's where I think we go from here. Um, I I think maybe after the draft, Kimbrel, it might be. There's gonna be a lot more. Um, suitors that they're, they're going to want to try and sign Kimbrel, so I think it's going to get really competitive so it's and it's going to be it's going to be very interesting with with Kimbrel and like the trade deadline who do we get it's going to be very very interesting um so yeah so so how do you guys think we should fix the bullpen and what are your guys' thoughts on this Julio Urias case how long do you think he's going to be out for how do you think it's going to affect the Dodgers and these are all you know questions that are going to be answered I guess fairly soon. So we're gonna have to wait and see, but thank you very much for listening to the podcast. And until next time you were listening to Teddy Raksak on instant request sports talk show. Thank you guys very much. Peace.